Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here we go, Cocky. Crank it. Crank it up. Uh, is that, I don't is, mind this. Well, is it, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but, but I, I've given you one thing to do. Yes. Just get the music sorted for the year. And, this and is do you like the, that or not? This is about the fifth iteration. Do you like that or not? No, not, not bad. I've got one more coming tomorrow. And uh, on the subject of music, I hear from my sources way up in uh, in the footy world that uh, the AFL are doing a new promo and uh, it will be featuring a song from... T-Dollar and G-Money. Probably not, no, probably not, but uh, from a very, very big, well-recognised Australian band who's got a very strong connection to the Port Adelaide football In excess. I didn't say that. No, I didn't say Good morning that. Morning no. to Sam Edmund, the number one newsman in the business. Hello, Gary. Hello, t- I Does reckon you know that's it. About this? No, that's it. That's your song. That's your song for sure. You like that one? You're what? sticking with that one, aren't you? Well, that music we just played. Absolutely. Who is it, by the way? I think you're sticking with it. You yeah. don't know who that is. Who is it? That is Ed Sheeran. Over two hundred thousand people. Half of Melbourne saw him play at the weekend. Sound like a female voice. Well, a bit of falsetto. But the backing singer, is it? Hey, Sam, um, good morning oh, to you. Tim. Hey, there's a lot of messages flying around between us three on the weekend about pizza making again mm. because you've got the Gosney, Tim's got the homemade, I've got the Gosney. Well, I thought I'd come over to Tim's side of the fence and try, the, the, and? The, I guess, the king of uh, American pizza. Anyway, Chris Bianco has got some wild recipes and uh, and dough making techniques. I went down the dough path. I even made his signature pizza rosa, yeah, which is a that. no base. And what happened with the dough? Were you happy with it? That was good. Uh, it was good in a different way. Not much leoparding. But a far easier dough to work with than my uh, Italian friend who's a three-day operation. But you get that. The oh. crust wasn't quite as good. But, did, hey, did really, really good. Did you have pistachios really on it? Yeah. Yes, crushed. Ah, oh, that's ridiculous. So How his do you recipe, like your pistachios? Who has a pistachio on a pizza? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever Well, have you tried it? It's transformed the pizza yes. game. Yes. Have you tried it? No, and I won't be. Well, broaden your no horizons, my gags. My, gags, my, broaden your horizons. My pineapple, my prawns. His, his response was oh so predictable. Not enough ingredients. Like he wants the capsicum, he wants the prawns, he wants the <laughs> he likes one olives. With a, he likes one with a lot. Anyway, it, looked mag- it actually looked magnificent. Hey, uh, did you did you use a mandolin to um, no. slice the onion that thin? Or by hand. By hand? Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What do you got for us this morning? <laughs> hey, uh, always good to listen to Luke Beveridge. I know their season launched last night. There was only one absentee. Who? And he was a big absentee, Who? literally, uh, and that is Rory Lobb. He was a bit me? crook. He was a bit oh, sick. Uh, he didn't. So no big deal, I'm told, but obviously in a contained environment like that, on the eve of the season, you don't want to bring big uh, corn on the cob in, have him infect half mm. the list, yeah. and then uh, you're in all sorts of trouble. So no, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and I'm sure he'll be fine. Actually, we did that with Jane last night because she came back after being a little bit sick, so we made her go into a different makeup room. So it's very similar to... To that, isn't it? That's a quarantine <laughs> setup, absolutely. Hope Jane's feeling better this morning. Hey, uh, but there's a lot of injuries around the place, isn't there? So Pat Levinsky <laughs> on the eve.
eve of the season, uh, undergoing major shoulder surgery again. So he had the reconstruction back in September. You really felt for him. He knew too in Launceston when he, he tried to tackle Sam Butler of the Hawks. He immediately reached for the shoulder, screamed out in frustration. So that's a major injury for a player who was six in the Copeland, um, six across the Big competition loss. in goal assists, yeah. a good runner, played every game, went there for opportunity, got opportunity, showed what he was made of. His career is just about to take off and then this hits him. So this is half a year. Yeah, it was innocuous too, really, wasn't yep. it? The so that's the itself. concern. Yeah. That's the concern for a shoulder that has had major reconstructive surgery only a matter of months ago to pop out again. So we wish him well in his recovery. Interestingly enough, same injury, David Cunningham, more or less at Carlton, but they've decided to run the gauntlet with Dave, given the situation where he's at with his career. So they've mm. decided against surgery. Obviously, if he was to undergo surgery, who knows what happens to him in Tom terms Mitchell's of his career. Tom Mitchell's slide, he'll just slid in there yep. seamlessly, so he'll take a bit of the Lipinski slack. A few injury issues at Richmond as well, isn't there? So Dion Prestia, uh, immediate playing future unknown, uh, a strained peck as per the scans. Now, Richmond vague on this, uh, as they are with a lot of their uh, injury updates. They say he remains a ch- chance for round one against the Blues. Jaden Short, you'd say less so. He's strained a calf. You'd have to think he'd be unlikely. Tom Hawkins said on AFL 360 last night, he's still a chance to feature in round one. He's made significant ground in the last few weeks with that uh, after that off-season foot surgery. And Tuke Miller is a lock. So that little hamstring scare last month in a in a practice match uh, simulation session up there, but he's okay for round one as well. And the only surprise for mine out of the MRO last night was I didn't have a problem with any of them, but the Trent Cotchin one to be assessed as misconduct rather than rough conduct, I think that was the saviour in a, in a big way for him, for a player who, it's amazing that he's only been suspended once Let's in his career. Let's call it. How, how can you call it? Misconduct. 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 So let's call it as it is. You can manipulate to be whatever you want the outcome to be, and no one wanted Trent missing, and no one wanted Jordan missing. No. Well, I thought Jordan's was probably just below the force. Yeah, I thought required. he was going to be okay. But the Trent Koch one, just the, no problem if it was, in fact, rough, rough conduct. And Ooh. again, and again, if it was careless, low, um, and whatever, then it's below the constituted force. But to be misconduct, like if you have a look at that table, there's a number of misconduct um, elements um, attached to a set of, of pre-organised fines. So at the very mm. bottom of that table lies any other act of misconduct that is not a classifiable offence or a direct tribunal offence. And that was why he got away with the sanction in the oh, end. I think he was very, very lucky. Very lucky. Hey, the legendary Frank Costa, I know you spoke about that, a giant in Geelong's business, sport and social scene. That uh, bronze statue in uh, the region centred to be organised. Now you'd hope they're not using the same materials that they've sourced from uh, Qatar, the steel. It's uh, proved to be faulty well, with the, the welding. The grandstand down there is going to fall down. Well, it's not going to be built um, this year. So right. end of the year now. So yeah. it was it was supposedly set for, I reckon, mid-season. It was going to be finished. It was stage five. It was going to right. take the capacity to 40,000. Now that the welding joins on these particular um, steel beam structures, if yeah. you like, they've got from, from Doha, they're not going to meet that deadline now. Yeah. So it's going to go right throughout the end of, uh, uh, to the end of the year. But you're not saying they're faulty in any way. Well, the one that... The, the steel is. The steel is. Yeah. yeah. So what did they... There was a there was a construction in queue that used the same steel. This has all been reported in the last week or so. Collapsed. Yeah. The, um, I know no, the... I saw that, but I didn't realise... I didn't put the two together. Oh, Tim, come on. What have you been doing? Well, I didn't put the two and two together. That's it. So and, about... and wasn't the draw... The, the draw... The... Weighted so that they had more yeah, home so their games. First, their first game's not until round six against Sydney, and they were going to get 40,000. It's going to be the grand opening, and yeah. it does look, it's taking shape magnificently yeah, to the left superb. of screen. Yeah. So Bessic's Watpack, they're the project builder. They've said they'll pay for the refabrication on 15 steel columns. Um, oh, good. 
so it's going to be a pricey. A lot of shoots in that. A pricey exercise, no doubt about that. Hey, just before I let you go, Strata Bianchi, massive one-day race in the world of cycling. Now, beautiful scenery here, mm. Whistwood, no, out over the Tuscan Hills before oh, finishing. Magnificent. I've walked, I've walked through there yes. on the Via Frangigina. It on was the, just absolutely magnificent. That white gravel, and it finishes oh, in Siena's Piazza del Campo, the main square there. It was held over the weekend. Now, the reason I'm talking about it is because in the women's race, the Dutch rider, Dami Vollering, had too much horse horsepower for arrivals. In fact, literally too much horsepower. Look like a horse, horse there. Oh, Damie Vollering as a horse has got out of the oh field. Oh my word. Mid-race. Oh, that's dangerous. A horse comes out of a paddock onto the course yeah. in front of her and oh, she's cycling riders. and there's a thoroughbred galloping down. Yeah. Should be more of that. Yeah, Chuck a bit of interest well, in that bike ride. Look, it was, uh, well, Jamie would have ditched the bike and just jumped on the back of the horse. Well, indeed. Yeah, talk about horsepower. Hey, listen. Was um, she okay? Was there an, She was okay, and the horse was okay too, thankfully. Somehow managed to have that steered off the uh, off the circuit. Um, one thing I love that Fox Footy do so well in Fox Sports yes. is the documentary on the Premier each oh, yeah. and every year. The greatest team of all dropped last night, the Cats. Great viewing for a whole range of reasons. But this is Joel Selwood. We'll play a little clip of the former the former captain and the former Geelong legend uh, letting us in on, on his speech at three-quarter time of that grand final against Sydney. Shocked a few at three-quarter time with just how blunt you were. Do you know the exact words? Uh, I probably can't say them on television, <laughs> but um, they were along the lines with won this. Um, but it was um, a moment that it stick with me because I got told exactly the same words in 2007 from my coach at the time. So there was Joel Selwood to Jared Waitley there. Three-quarter time. We've won it. Boys, this is it. Go out what and What was the margin it. at three-quarter though? Yeah, a hefty, oh, a hefty. Well in front. A, a hefty um, was the was he the main man? He was. Wow. Yeah, so it was a bit like Mike Sheehan, you know, going back to do Melbourne. A bit of a passion project for Jared. I see. He would love mm. doing that. Um, and you said you reckon Tommy Hawkins might still be okay? Is that what you're yeah. So he was said to be, I reckon, um, several weeks ago now, maybe even round three, round four. That was what he was saying. But just in the last couple of weeks, he's taken part in just about everything down at Geelong. So right in the mix for the pies round one. Um, are you a horse racing man? Not really. No. Well, Tim is an official shareholder or non-shareholder. Not sure if we got our no. I thought he was going to. I thought he was. Too. Oh, we're coming back after a break, and we're going to speak to him. Our man that's been down there on you track built, watch you, this morning. You've built this up. <laughs> I had nothing to do you with built this. It, you built it up four times and Joe Ben answered once. <laughs> well, Brooksy said, Brooksy said that he'd have him on after Sam, which he said, and he's going to do that. He's going to have him on after Sam. Christian Bateman's bay's on the money. He reckons they should have gone to robots, got it. Robot building supplies. They should have, yeah. They should have. They would have sorted out that problem, uh, Phil Marshall. Did you say it was a welding issue or the steel fabrication issue? It's said to be the welding joins in the steel. Are you a welder, Wiz? Yes, yes. You know how to weld, do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I do. do. Yeah. What have you welded? I've done a spot of welding in my time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh. Um, oh. All right, we'll get a um, we'll wait for Anavista the update. Josh Jenkins is waiting for Anavista's update because he was going to adjust the market. It's equal favourite for the Coolmore on Saturday. Yeah, well, let's speak to Joe before we start putting our hard earn on it. All right. Well, thank you, Sammy. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks, lads.